You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. This is the Broadway Boys Podcast through the Hockey Podcast Network, and we are back with Season 3, Episode 55, as the New York Rangers have cruised to... A third shutout in a row, and I cannot believe I am actually saying those words. They are just bunkering down on defense, and they are suffocating teams, and they are winning games in a fashion that uh, makes me proud, because these are games that are certainly prone to a letdown. They're games where teams come into your own building, and they may take advantage of getting the aura of playing in Madison Square Garden, and The New York Rangers have just been on a mission here. And I know these games all mean something for the New York Rangers. So, uh, you know, earlier, I think in the month, you probably heard me be a little nervous going into the rest of the month because the New York Rangers were kind of falling short of expectations. And, you know, I I point to the Philly Philly game, the Islander game where they got blanked. And, you know, that made me nervous because I was like, if they can't show up for these games, what makes me think that they're going to show up for the bigger games? And, you know, teams that only show up for the big games, you know, tend to fail in the postseason. And you got to be a well-oiled machine. You got to play the same exact way. Gallant preaches this constantly. You got to play the same exact way night in and night out. Doesn't matter who you are playing. It doesn't matter where you are in the standings. It doesn't matter where the other team is in the standings. You got to play your game. And if you can concentrate on your game, you're going to have success. And right now, the Rangers have the pieces. They have the system. They have the coaching. They have the goaltending. They have the defense. They have the scoring. They have it all right now. If they can just play their game, they have a chance. And that's all you need. And, you know, this is now the third shutout in the row. I can't remember if that's ever happened in my lifetime. I don't think it has. But, you know, watching the game the other night against the Jets, you know, I I, I thought the Rangers played as well as they could have. Of course, the Winnipeg Jets are going to get scoring opportunities. Of course, they're going to, you know, be able to produce scoring chances. I mean, Pierre-Luc Dubois is a tremendous player. You know, Sheffield, they have all the pieces like Kyle Connors. I know the goaltending, they didn't have Hellebuck in that, but still, uh, they had great goaltending. They played really well. Uh, you know, it's always nice seeing Neil Pionk every once in a while, you know? And, you know, for the the New York Rangers, it's, 
you know, it, it's a game where there could have easily been left let, let down. Excuse me, mumbling. And if you're wondering, excuse me, I'm having a seltzer burps right now. If you're wondering where Andy is, he is, I guess, having date night. I, last I heard of him, he was trying to cook dinner. So, uh, no, he's, he's uh, unavailable tonight, and uh, I'm ripping a solo. And to be honest with you, this particular podcast should mean nothing. And, and, and I, I, I know that probably sounds sacrilegious coming from a podcast host, but, you know, right now the New York Rangers haven't clinched anything in terms of home ice advantage. Right now they are still sitting at 106 points along with the Carolina Hurricanes with 77 games played by both teams. Uh, Pittsburgh has also played 77 games played with 97 points. So there is a, you know, a nine point difference there. But as of right now, Pittsburgh can still get 10 points. Um, so we have not clinched that second spot. So if the New York Rangers are able to beat the New York Islanders tomorrow or at least get a point, I do believe that we pretty much have that second spot solidified, especially if we win, definitely. If they tie, uh, I just don't know how many regulation wins Pittsburgh ha- has. It's probably nowhere near the Rangers. So I think we're all good there. Uh, what else? Um, yeah, it's kind of just a crazy time right now in the NHL as the season is winding down. And I feel like it's just been crunch time for all these teams on the outside looking in and and for the West. And then for the East, it's just like, where the hell are all these teams going to end up? Where the hell, you know, Tampa Bay slipped to a wild card at one point. Washington looks like they're going to leapfrog Pittsburgh because Washington has 96 points with 76 games played. And, you know, Pittsburgh, like I just said, has 97 points with 77 games played. So that game in hand for the Caps, which they do play tonight, they play against a boy, oh boy, a team that uh, is must be scratching their heads, or at least the fan base must be, because the Vegas Golden Knights, who the Caps play tonight, um, you know, they're on the outside looking in and it's not looking good. It's not like they have games in hand. They've just got to win them and they win. They are, they're in. That's not the scenario here. They are in, not in control of their own destiny. Uh, the Dallas Stars have just risen to the occasion and find ways to get points, which is just unbelievable. And you got to look at you know teams like Nashville and Dallas and LA and applaud them. And you know even Edmonton too. You know I know you know I take a lot of cheap shots at them, and and you know they're kind of the the team that gets made fun of the most in terms of just their utter failure to do anything. Uh, in terms of making the playoffs or making a run in the playoffs and having McDavid and Dreisaitl on just what a waste it's been so far with their careers just being stuck in neutral in Edmonton. Uh, you know, you got to give those teams credit for being able to win games, get points, and, you know, keep themselves in a playoff spot. Whereas Vegas, you know, just seemed to never get going. And yes, they are only four points out of a playoff spot with, you know, they have five games remaining, but Dallas has six. You know, you know, those types of teams that, you know, are scrappy and find themselves, you know, on the inside right now, you know, they got to feel good about themselves. And a team like Vegas, it's a failure. I mean, you got Eichel for a reason. And, you know, you were a team that was supposed to be competing for a Stanley Cup. Uh, You know, you know, I don't think anyone maybe thought you were going to, you know, win the West, but you were supposed to be a top five team in the Western Conference. And you just, you kind of failed. And you failed miserably. And I kind of enjoy it. I enjoy it a little bit. And it's just, I don't know. It's just, there's something satisfying about Vegas, you know, 
finally having their struggles as a, a franchise in this NHL where, you know, I mean, God, as Ranger fans, all we do is struggle. All we do is just uh, uh, constantly be let down. You know, the Rangers were one of those teams where, you know, they constantly got the high end talent. They brought it in and just it was just epic failure after epic failure. And we had a cup run, you know, uh, against the, the the Kings, obviously, and that, that was a complete letdown. And it's just that we haven't been able to get there ever since. So, you know, for me to sit here and watch Vegas finally struggle as a franchise, there's somewhat uh, it's a humbling experience for them. And hopefully the fans, you know, this is the first of many heartbreaks that you're going to encounter as a Vegas fan. So I, you know, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, you know, it's tough. And you look at the East and you see how tough it is. The West is not much easier. If you go six, three and one, that's just not good enough for you to get into the playoffs, you know, their final stretch. And uh, yeah, it's just the other teams are just still hovering right there. You know, Vegas might have gone six, three and one, but Dallas went five, three and two and Nashville went five, four and one L.A. five, four and one. You know, you're only made up in a 10 game span. You made up two points. <laughs> So, you know, and LA's won two in a row and you've lost two in a row. And right there, you just lost any, you know, opportunity to gain ground. Uh, so you're pretty much screwed. Uh, you know, let's go back a little bit to the, the Rangers uh, against the Jets, because I think this is uh, there's a couple of things that need to be talked about here before we go back into the bigger picture of the New York Rangers and the eventual playoffs uh, that are right around the corner, which is crazy to think about. But, uh, you know, they played a scoreless first period against the Jets, which, you know, I thought was fine. You know, it, it's just one of those games where you knew the Jets were going to come out flying, uh, you know, the Rangers weathered any storm that they faced. And, you know, they were able to get some scoring opportunities themselves and, and just they couldn't convert on anything. Uh, Ryan Strom uh, scored the first goal for the New York Rangers. And I don't know. I'm going to talk about this because Andy's not here and he can't control me. This is probably nonsense, but I don't know if any other Ranger fan felt the same way. But Ryan Strom, I felt like, took away a couple goals from Chris Kreider. Uh, the first one on the power play, he got a tip from Zibanejad. Panarin made a nice play, got it to Zibanejad, who threw it kind of across. And as it, the puck was coming across the front of the net, Strom got a nice stick on it and deflected it into the goal for one nothing lead. But Kreider was right there. And listen, I know this is nonsense, but there's a part of me that was annoyed that Ryan Strom scored that goal and Puck didn't squirt through to Kreider and he scored it. You know, I, I don't know why, but it really annoyed me. Um, and, you know, you'll, you'll see why I think later on uh, as I talk about this game. But Adam Fox had a really nice shot from the point. Just one of those ones where, you know, he threads the needle, essentially. He finds an opening lane. Uh, throws the puck in and with some, you know, screen in front of the net, it finds its way to the back of the net. And Panarin finds himself with 70 assists on the year, which is just insane. Uh, and then obviously the third goal with what, 33 seconds left, an empty netter. Ryan Strom gets the empty net goal for his 19th goal, which is his career high. It was so annoying because I wanted Kreider to get at least the 51st goal, get the, get that monkey off his back. So he can maybe, you know, try to press and go for the record here with only five games remaining, right? 78, 79, 80, one. Yeah. Five games remaining. He needs like six goals. Obviously that empty netter would have been clutch, but uh, here we go. Ryan Strom fucking takes it 
through the middle of the ice and ends up scoring the goal. And, you know, I, I think it's nonsense, but there was a part of me that was like, Ryan Strom should not have been scoring that goal. And you should have been doing whatever you can to get the puck to, uh, you know, Chris Kreider. Because ultimately, you really want, as a Ranger fan, you want a lifelong Ranger to have the record for most goals in a season. You know, you don't want it to be Yager. I mean, Yager is a great player, and, and certainly we're very happy to have him as a Ranger. And, you know, what he was able to do here was pretty special. But, you know, as a New York true New York Rangers fan, you want a homegrown player having that record. And Ryan Strom just fucked it up. And that's just my opinion. I don't know if it was done on purpose or if there's jealousy or if Ryan Strom's a bad locker room guy. I'm just going to start making up all these rumors. Um, you know, he's going out on game nights and, and you know, uh, apparently he's causing a divide in the locker room. I'm not, I'm just fucking with you. I am not, that's not what's happening. But I, I in my own selfish view of how things went, with the Winnipeg Jets, I wanted Kreider to at least get one. And I felt like both potential goals were stolen by Ryan Strom. And that kind of annoys me. Hockey fans feel the action on the ice like never before with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Right now, new customers can bet just $1 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still hit the ice for cold, hard cash. New customers can make their first deposit and play free for thousands with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contests. Draft your lineup of eight skaters and a goalie and rack up points for goals, assists, saves, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 and older, restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Um, what else do we got? Uh, you know, I, I thought, you know, the Rangers, once again, were able to kill, uh, you know, a power play uh, from the Jets. Their PK has been off the charts, been very good and a difference maker in how, you know, Rangers are going to be successful in the postseason because it's a game of special teams. If you it's a race to three goals in the postseason, and if you have great special teams, you're going to be able to win hockey games. And if the Rangers could keep, you know, their PK going at this level and their power play to get a little bit better, a little bit more, I think scoring opportunities, I think they almost do a little tic-tac-toe around the perimeter a little too much instead of just throwing it on net and, and finding, you know, scoring opportunities that way. I, I, I think they kind of got a little away from what they did best, and that was, you know, shoot the puck, let Kreider, you know, get rebounds and stuff like that. Right now, I think it's a little too much tic-tac-toe stuff, but that's just, you know, my opinion. Um, what else do we got? Yeah, you know, it's just... It's frustrating, and I was talking to you know Frank, who's been on the podcast uh, before. You know, he brought up a couple good points about you know it's so frustrating that Tyler Mott is probably not going to play again. Um, Sammy Blay, you know, he got fucking hurt. You know, these players would be such key pieces right now, and with how good we're playing, the fact that we could be better with some of these role players really just drives me crazy because those are the players that make a difference in the playoffs. You know, it's it's their work effort. It's the way they drive play. It's the way they, you know, win loose puck battles and and are strong along the boards and and possibly create you know penalties and 
you know, those are the little things that get done in the, in the uh, playoffs that y- you really need. So it's just extremely frustrating. Extremely frustrating. Um, I do want to talk. So the Rangers, the upcoming games that they have, this is going to be short. It's going to be like a 25-minute podcast. The New York Rangers, I do want to bring up their schedule because I think this is important to talk about with where they are in the standings. Um, here we go. I don't know why it's taking so long. Finally loading. Okay, here we go. All right. We have two weeks left in the season, right? We have, well, this week is pretty much done, but we have the Islanders and Boston tomorrow and Saturday. And those are our last two road games. Two crucial games, the New York Rangers, uh, Boston. That'll be a playoff-like atmosphere considering where Boston is in the standings. But the New York Rangers really have to take care of business against the Islanders. I think this is revenge night. What the Islanders did to the New York Rangers at home the last game where they blanked us 3-0. I think you need to have a chip on your shoulder and get revenge here. You know, seal the deal, get two points on the road, clinch that home ice advantage for at least the first round, and, you know, be right there and put pressure on Carolina, who just lost their goalie, um, uh, Freddie Anderson, um, you know, for a few games there. Truthfully, I don't really know how long he's going to be out for but it's not looking good for him and you know if you if there was ever a time to take advantage of a team that might be hurt i mean the team that you're fighting for that first spot just lost their starting goaltender and uh you know auntie ron has not been that great so here we are you know going into the last five games the, the final stretch here and we have an opportunity to take first place so this is uh, a game that means a lot on so many levels so New York Rangers need to get revenge. They need to get two points, clinch at least home ice advantage, and they need to put pressure on the Carolina Hurricane. And who knows? You know, I, I know the Hurricanes' um, schedule is pretty easy. We can go over that real quick. Um, they have, I know they have the Devils twice. Pulling it up right now, Carolina Hurricanes. Of course, the Hurricanes one pops up right away. Oh, okay. Now it's back. Here we go. They, they play the Winnipeg Jets, which, again, not going to be an easy game. Winnipeg, you know, just got shut out. So hopefully they're hungry to score some goals and be competitive and, and take down, you know, one of the best teams in the NHL. And then they got the Devils on Saturday, which that's two points easy. Um, then they have the Islanders, again, a tough team. Hopefully they play with a little pride. They're on the road in Long Island, so hopefully... You know, it's a Sunday game at 1 p.m. It's a little weird. You know, hopefully uh, Islanders, excuse me, can take advantage and beat the shit out of them. So, and then they got the Rangers on the 26th. This is a huge game. Um, you know, this is a tune-up game, you know. And the Rangers' final two games are are going to be big. You know, I think you got to go with a full-fledged starting roster. I think you got to look at it as a uh, a momentum or a... I don't know, two games where you can really prepare mentally and kind of get used to playing at a higher level, right? That playoff feeling needs to be, you know, in your guts, in your bones. You need to feel a little anxious, a little nervous, you know, get the, those butterflies out of you, uh, you know, give a hit, take a hit, you know, kind of get yourself right, right into it. And I think with the Rangers playing Carolina, you know, on the 26th is going to be huge and they should, you know, they should go for it. You know, I don't think that you should start, um, you know, uh, I, I don't think you should start G- Georgie. I think you should start Igor. I think the New York Rangers should put out a roster where they're not resting anybody. 
and, you know, take advantage of, uh, you know, possibly not uh, Carolina not having their starting goaltender. And then, you know, Carolina then ends the season on the 28th where they play the fucking New Jersey Devils again, of course. So they are guaranteed at least four points here, uh, if not six. So the Rangers really, you know, need to, uh, you know, find a way to win here. You know, the Rangers definitely have a tougher, tougher schedule remaining, especially that Boston game is going to be bad because, you know, Boston has, uh, um, you know, they have something to play for. You know, they're, they, their seeding is extremely important for them because, you know, to be honest with you, you know, I don't know where or who Boston wants to play, but, you know, they're in a shittier position, I think, than the Metro is because right now the Metro, you know, Pittsburgh's kind of hanging on by a thread and they don't have, uh, they kind of have a tougher schedule uh, the rest of the way. But, you know, if you're Boston, do you really want to play? I guess you'd play Carolina if you remain that wild card or the New York Rangers. Or if you hopped up over Tampa Bay, you could play Toronto. And I know most people wouldn't want to play Toronto, but I don't know if Toronto's really a true built playoff team. I mean, they're a very good team. They score in bunches. Um, you know, they're very good at home. Uh, eight one one right now in their last 10. They score a bunch. But when push comes to shove, man, I really just don't trust that team at all. Uh, when it comes to, you know, playing in a seven game series in the playoffs, when it means something where, you know, the players like Marner and Austin Matthews are going to be slowed down because the refs swallow their whistles and, you know, there's going to be obstruction and there's going to be clutching and grabbing and they just don't call it like they do in the regular season, which I don't agree with, but that's just the nature of the beast. And that's just how playoffs truly have been. Um, and, uh, you know, certainly you don't want to get leapfrogged by Washington here if Boston does struggle the rest of the way here because Washington is on a mission and or, you know, even Pittsburgh, too. You know, you don't want to get jumped by a Metro team in the wild cards because then you would end up playing Florida in the first round and nobody wants to play Florida. Florida's just won 11 in a row. They're 10 0 obviously, in the last 10 here on NHL.com. 32 and six at home. They're just a machine. And I think Andy told me this stat that the, I think they have less losses than they do have games where they scored less than three goals or something crazy like that, where it's like this team is a guaranteed four spot. So that means you've got to score at least five goals on average to beat them on a nightly basis. And it's just absolutely sickening that, um, this team is this good. So yeah, and they have a plus 100 goal differential right now. And to put it in perspective, the second best is, is oh my God, only 66. And that's the Carolina Hurricanes in, in the East. And, you know, a team like Colorado, you know how potent they are on the offensive side of the puck. They are only at a plus 887 goal differential. So it's just, bananas to think of how good these teams are right now and how well they're playing Colorado nine, one and oh, in their last, uh, 10, they lost their last game, which stopped a, uh, winning streak. Um, you know, they, they got the, uh, West all locked up as the number one overall seed. They've had it locked up a long time ago. The only team that ever gave them any, any doubt was Calgary who listen, Calgary is going to be a very good team in the playoffs. I think, I think they're the only team, in my opinion, that could probably beat Colorado. 
I would say maybe Minnesota or St. Louis could definitely give them a run for their money if they play a physical style. If you try to outrun them and play that run and gun style that Colorado can play, uh, you're going to be in trouble. So, um, all right, what do we got here? I want to go back to the East a little bit um, and, you know, talk about, you know, the Rangers matchups of who, who, if they would play. All right, Pittsburgh, I definitely think they would beat them. There's something about Pittsburgh where I feel like the wheels are kind of falling off here. Uh, three, six, and one in their last 10. They're just not showing me anything. And, you know, I, I know I mentioned it before, but right now it's the only thing that's giving me any little doubt if the Rangers played them is the Crosby factor. You know, the guy's just a blatant winner. And, you know, you never want to t- play a team with Sidney Crosby on it. If they play the Washington Capitals with the way Washington has been playing and they beat the Avalanche, uh, they're probably going to beat Vegas tonight. They've won two in a row. They're seven, three, and zero on their last ten. And just the way they've been playing, uh, you know, lately down the stretch here, beating really good teams and doing it conv- convincingly. They're scoring a bunch of goals, and you know they're they're winning hockey games that I didn't expect them to win. I worry about them. I worry about them a lot, and. I feel like most people should be worried about them because they're probably going to jump Pittsburgh and we're going to probably end up playing them. And I think we could be fucked. And this is where I bring in the negativity into the podcast and I worry and I don't have Andy here to fill me with a little bit of confidence or give me some sort of obscure stat line where it's like Washington has given up 50 goals in the last first period when they played against the Rangers on the road or something like that make me be like all right we own them at home we're good we got home as advantage but i don't have andy here so i'm a little bit worried i honestly think this is this is the craziness in me i honestly would think i would rather play carolina in the first round than washington right now i'd rather play boston in the first round than washington right now i would excuse me i would rather play tampa bay than washington right now I just said it. I'm just Tampa Bay is one of those teams where I know they're humming along and they just need to make it into the playoffs. And if they play Toronto, I think they'll beat the balls off of them, truthfully. But, you know, it, it is what it is. I'm all over the place tonight. You know, I had a bath time with Madison that did not go very well for her uh, or me. Actually, probably went well for her. She's clean. Uh, for me, a little wet here, wet shirt. It's okay, though. Um, let's see. Do I have anything else here? I know we're running a little short. It's just we didn't cover a lot. The Rangers, honestly, there's there's not much to say. They're they're humming along, and that's exactly what you want. Next podcast is going to be where it's at because the New York Rangers, like I said, if I bring up the schedule here, the New York Rangers are going to have, you know, games against the Islanders and Boston played. Hopefully, they have second place locked up by then. If they don't, we're in trouble. That means we lost two in a row. But they play the Islanders tomorrow, 7.30, 7.30 start. Um, and then they play Boston 3 p.m. on Saturday. So those are two huge games leading up to the Carolina game, which I think Andy and I will be breaking down how confident we are. Um, you know, And we finished the last week coming up here, Carolina, Montreal, back-to-back, day off, and then we have the Capitals. end the season and then it's playoff time and we end up playing the capitals and we play them the last game of the season if that's like locked up then i both teams are bet the 
I don't even know, bet the under on that because I feel like both teams are just not going to try. They're not going to show you anything. They're not going to run any crazy schematics to try to win that game unless Washington needs to win it uh, for seeding purposes, like to get up to play us. And rather than, you know, playing, being a wild card and having to play like a Carolina or a Florida team, uh, you never know without the standing might be. Uh, so, all right, that's all I got for you. Um, until next time, honestly, let's just keep fucking going and let's, you know, let's finish out the season strong. Let's be proud of the boys for the last two weeks. Let's gear up for the playoffs. Uh, I, I cannot wait for them, but I know we got to take care of business first before uh, we start the playoffs. So, you know, let's fucking go, Rangers. Thank you for listening to the Broadway Boys Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Broadway Boys Pod, and please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. <laughs>